Don't forget to stay tuned until the end of the episode. After our recap, we'll play some bonus audio from Essence Fest. We had a chat with Issa and yeah. Yvonne, and it's really funny. So of fun. Course, Love right? those of two. Of course. The four of us have to just kick it. Well, we're just going to move to LA and, and all be friends. Yes. <laughs> oh, what, what was that? <laughs> move to LA? Oh, girl, say? anyway. So stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back to the third season of HBO's Insecure. This is the official recap podcast, Insecurity. I am Crystal of The Read. And I'm Hey Friend Hey of The Friend Zone. And we are so excited to be back for another season. Yeah, love that air horn. Thank you, Issa and everybody over at HBO for bringing us back. We love sitting here talking to each other about this show. I'm so excited. Oh girl, because after this first episode, (laughs) I am just like, yes, I have to sit down with my good girl and talk about this. Business. Let's do it. We are back. Once again, the show is shot beautifully. We're opening with great aerial shots of LA. Yes, great show, aerial shots. Yes. And <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> as is referenced throughout the episode, this is like a love letter to Los Angeles. I oh, have never nice. seen LA depicted in a way that makes me want to move there. Really? Just being oh, real. Oh. I have never wanted to move to L.A., but if I could be part of these people's lives. Tangent, I've been begging Crystal to move to L.A. Oh, Lord, don't start. So She's on her avocado is, bullshit. Is, <laughs> I'm not, we're not doing this right this, now. To hear this is a beautiful thing. Yes. it was. Uh, so, yes, shot beautifully, wonderful shots of L.A., and we're uh, getting right into it. Literally. They wasted no time, right? <laughs> we are going to pound town. <laughs> And I thought it was Issa. I did too. So I was like, oh, I was God. like, of course. I, at first, I was like, who didn't see this shit coming? I'm like, damn, Issa, really, girl, already? And I had forgotten. And I'd forgotten, you know, because it's been a while since yeah, it's I been a minute. the last episodes. Mm-hmm. And I totally forgot that we left off with them being roommates. Wow, friend. How? I, I don't know. I don't know how you could forget. I guess my mind was still on her and Lawrence. Oh, well, listen. I know. I personally feel like we've closed that door. <laughs> we will never hear from that nigga Literally, again. Literally, because he's not in this episode. <laughs> episode at all <laughs> and I'm fine with that it's time you know move on <sighs> new chances to make new mistakes You're with right. new penises yeah. we all deserve it so it is not Issa in the bed with Daniel it is not Issa is however on the couch in the living room and can hear every detail I would shrivel and die I was like girl get up <laughs> this is why are you laying here experiencing that oh my god and it's not like you're over it and you don't have any feelings for him and it's nothing for you to hear that like you're laying there torturing yourself like why don't you get your ass up but thankfully she does get a text message or some kind of alert you know it's time to go clock in at that at that part time job at lift but you know what I will say and granted it is his apartment he has the right to sleep true with whomever and as loudly as he chooses but I was like he knows what the fuck he's doing of course he does loudly he absolutely knows what he's doing and he knows that she can't really say nothing because she can always just leave right don't stay with somebody else then if you don't like it every move was like bam bam yeah. it's like yeah Issa go to go to work Issa <laughs> <laughs> go get in that car I thought she was going to get her own dick but no she nope. was going to drive for Liv and of course her passenger immediately threw up in the car that was I said so we're setting the tone early <laughs> I was like okay <laughs> 
<laughs> Things are still bad for my girl. Oh that's, my God. that's what you I'm entertaining at this point. <laughs> I'm like, just in case you thought Issa was, you know, on an upturn and doing well and things are going good. Life is still a bitch. Still bad. <laughs> <laughs> However, that is not the case for Molly. No. Oh, no. Molly, on the other hand, is kicked back on a beach. Where was she? They didn't say which No, island, couldn't right? have been. I don't know how far away she was. I mean, I feel like in L.A., you can probably drive a couple hours out and just have you a cute little... Because they have actual beaches. Yeah, like all us. along the state. Right. You know, you don't have to travel to the one, like, clean one. But it's fine. We're not going to do that. <laughs> We're not... This is not about New York City. An ode to New York. It is not. Yeah, but she has her uh, fine little somebody who's bringing her um, drinks. And she's talking about how it's her last day on vacation. And he tries to, you know... Bridge this right into a, you know, well, I'll be in LA in a few weeks. You and know? she was kind of like, oh, um, true, true. Yes. Oh, right. okay. you got you got a visa. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, you're not actually getting your groove back right now. <laughs> it was very clear that her and Issa are on two different trajectories. Well, and that has always they been the case. It. You're right. That's Even through the last season. But they're setting the tone. Or literally five minutes of the episode, you see their lives right. completely differently. It's like professional lives are. <laughs> not at all the same but no. when it comes down to like being stupid in <laughs> personal relationships these girls they they're intertwined <laughs> this is why they're so close on lock because both of them swear they about to know better and do better and then they just don't oh, I'm jumping ahead of we're myself we're not there yet we're, <laughs> right. we're there. not there yet <laughs> so Molly kind of had to remind her little somebody like this isn't we're not doing that you are local dick only and he was cute he was cute but, but like, don't even know please please it doesn't right. even matter like we've learned that lesson three seasons go then. have your vacation dick and then go home and it's just like I actually never met you <laughs> before. Anyway, back at Daniel's house, Issa is in the bathroom mirror and you could tell she was just about to get into a nasty freestyle. I was about, I was like, wait a minute. Is oh she yeah, she was, she was feeling it. You know, the Millie Rock was warming up. She was wrapping up and then he just walks in. And then in. Daniel walks into his bathroom, of course, his house. But, however, that. if you have somebody living with you, it is rude to just open the bathroom door. But it's Issa, he don't care. Uh, see, but that, broken. but that, but that, she gonna get and that's all fine, the smoke. But there's a basic level of respect that people deserve once oh, you invite totally, them into your house. Totally. And you could have, like, I'm just upset because I know it was gonna be a stankin' ass freestyle that I wanted to hear <laughs> and he interrupted that. I love but how that he's is literally sorry revving up. That is so funny. See, and he, later in the episode, he accuses her of sending mixed signals, but he does the same thing. Just a nigga. But anyway, she asks on the way out of the bathroom if he knew that she was... At, in the house last night he was like yeah he was like okay like <laughs> and she's still looking at him and I just wanted to be like sis you have to know that he doesn't care or that he's going to act like he doesn't care in order to keep you from hurting his feelings again like both of y'all are bullshitting they're both playing See? games and getting all mad and, and honestly, in your feelings Lisa, why are you there why? all I kept saying the entire episode well we found out why she can't stay with Molly oh well <laughs> <laughs> they have not let that go <laughs> But yeah, you know, it's it's only been two weeks right. since True. last season and this one. So she's saying, you know, another couple weeks, she should have enough extra money, you know, lifting and all that. Lifting. Yeah. <laughs> lift is party not a... lifting, okay? Okay. So party lift. <laughs> we don't disrespect Los Angeles in the party lift. But yeah, you know, she's not planning on this being a long-term thing. And it 
it's the sort of thing where you just really hope it'll work out and feelings not going to get involved. But I'm how could they not? I'm still stuck on the fact that this is even happening. Could you imagine? I can't believe he said yes. You break my heart and then I'm going to let you crash in my crib for like six <sighs> weeks. I'm actually not going to do that. I'm going <laughs> to tell you to go call that nigga that you dissed me for. Okay. Or call one of your friends. Call your mama. Call your brother. It actually her does brother. not matter. Her brother? I don't care. You can go to LAX and park there if you like. Go by the third. <laughs> and his wife. <sighs> Anyway, we're getting off track. We'll get there. Back at We Got Y'all, Issa is assigned to doing follow-up calls with different schools, and she noticed that a lot of them have canceled their partnership with We Got Y'all. So, at first I was like, hmm... Hmm, this is very interesting. Right. I forgot Frida was um, promoted. To supervisor. Yes, at the end of last season, which kind of feels like Joanne just wanted somebody to go be like the enforcer so she didn't have to do it and she could go hide in her office with her Beyonce poster. (laughs) And it was kind of interesting to see. I totally forgot. See, this is like a reminder. Yeah. Refresher course. Yes. That Issa was taken off the field. Yes, she was. Now she's in the office doing administrative right. work. Right. Which while Frida is promoted to supervisor. So you so. saw the awkwardness when they sat next to each other. Not only is lifting not going well. <laughs> your partner is now your boss. We got y'all is also not going well. Right. right. Your friend is now your boss and she's like, oh, just checking on you. She's like, okay, bitch, I literally had this sheet of paper for like two minutes. Right. Everybody relax. So I feel for her already because like Having to have somebody who was previously a coworker and like a friend type now have to be all up your ass just must be. And Frida, and then she asked so Frida, annoying. like, when are you gonna try to get me out of this? Position? Right. And Frida's like, ho, ho, ho. Like, no. I- <sighs> she has been so stressed and negative lately. It's like, okay, no, Anne. <laughs> you know, I just started my new position and I don't feel comfortable rocking the boat right now. I just got it. It's been two weeks. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just got this. I'm not trying to rock the boat. Joanne has been so negative lately. She called her no okay, Anne. no Anne. <laughs> I'm just like, Frida, you honestly can't help it, can you, sis? <laughs> You're just so adorable. She's literally me. But yeah, she's just like, I don't feel right going to Joanne about this. I know this sucks for you, but... You know, I don't want to fuck up my check. And right. I have to respect the realness of that. Yeah. You know, it's not like they were really friends. They didn't kick it outside of work. So Right. And remember, Issa was not listening to Frida at all last facts, season. She facts, was trying facts. to help her get on track with the job. So hmm. consequences, Issa. You know, things are just getting worse and worse for your girl. Meanwhile, Daniel's in the studio. This scene. I wept. <laughs> and the irony that the artist in the booth was Don Richard. Wow, which I you had to tell me that because I did not recognize is, her. We all know is an incredible singer-songwriter. So for her to be in the booth. <laughs> in them vinyl pants. <laughs> them loud-ass, cheap-ass pants. I would have paid to be on set that day. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I just want to be with, I want to be, I wanted to bear witness to, to her, her walking the choreography. <laughs> Anyway, the song she's doing is absolutely terrible. Terrible. It's so bad. This, she's play, She is talented in real life. She's playing someone who does not have that same talent. And um, so the friend who brought her in 
Daniel's just like, what is this? She's so whack. What are you doing? And like, this was a commentary on the music industry, might I add. I mean, because, uh, yeah. It was shots fired for a lot of y'all. <laughs> but um, yeah, the friend says that somebody, I heard spider. This LA accent, sometimes I don't really know I what y'all saying. spot, so I don't know. So is, is, sp- is it spider? Is it spider? Anyway, I'm assuming this is like a very prominent uh, producer, DJ maybe? or producer. Yeah. Yes. And so once. Daniel hears this spider spider person. He's like, "Oh, wait a minute!" He just kind of softens. Like, Let me yeah, he was try like, "Try to hear." Been trying to get voice. my shit to that man for a while. Let me just. <laughs> so when she comes out and she's like, "What y'all think?" <laughs> they give her the okie doke. Think I? I have never heard nothing like that before. <laughs> that was original. All I heard was the pants. <laughs> Honestly, the pants were the best part of the whole scene. I was crying at the sound of this girl walking. And then for the friend to be like, I got it in pants. It's just... This one, this is oh, one. God. This is a scene that's all about the visual. Really? It's just all about her Life dancing across that, that studio. studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, you know, Daniel's, this is kind of work. This is a side hustle that, you know, we're we're seeing that there could be some potential here. What does Daniel do? I can't so remember. I don't. Is I he a full time musician? Perhaps because remember when Issa had him come talk to the kids? Right. Maybe that was. But is he really paying the bills with that? That's what I'm like. He has to do something else. He like, bro, man. You know, I'm sure we'll see. <laughs> right. I'm sure this will become more clear to us as the show goes on. Issa is at LAX. Picking up Molly from vacation. And, and Molly I'm, jumps in the back. <laughs> I prefer a silent ride. <laughs> oh, okay. You think you me? I I was so happy. It was like my heart just burst when I saw the two of them in the same scene again. Like, this is what I've been waiting the for. The dynamic duo back yes, at it. Yes. Back at it. Uh, Molly is quick to point out that the car still smells like bomb. Oh, God. <laughs> Which... I mean, real. It's hard to get that smell out your car. That's why they charge like $250 when you throw up in somebody's ride share. It's oh, like shit. not a cheap fee at all. And might I add that, did you hear Lyft added a Zen mode? What? If oh, no. you don't no. feel like being spoken to by oh, the driver, wow. I'm here for Let it. Let me update my app right now. <laughs> so, but yeah, Issa says if she could, she would lift her ass right on up. <laughs> <laughs> And they start going back and forth. Molly is hitting up with the, you know, could have brought you vacation dick, but instead... Brings her a jar of sand. Because it reminds me of your dry ass pussy. (laughs) That's payback for doing a whole song about my pussy last season. But the fact she really brought a whole jar, though. (laughs) A whole jar. And it wasn't even like black sand or red sand or some sand you ain't never seen before. (laughs) That's what made it so petty. (laughs) So they go to this little diner spot and Issa's telling Molly about... Daniel fucking that girl not in front of her face but in front of her like in her earshot right and you know very deliberately and how she's already ready to move out after these two weeks and that's when Molly is like well girl you should have just stayed with me and Issa's like you remember what happened last time (laughs) then there's this vase story that clearly we know nothing about that week in 05 You know what's understood doesn't need to be you said. You know, but the fact that they both said it so immediately, I was like, what happened with this vibe? Because Molly is just like, it was intact and until you were in my house. Right? I feel Issa like Issa's lying. <laughs> I really feel like Issa's lying about it. Molly's like, it's been 13 years. You can stop lying about this. 
<laughs> and she just, just walked. So you broke my face. And like, will not let that go to her. And she got bit. tight all over again. Right. Like, they, they were getting worked up all over again. <laughs> so, Dro calls Molly's phone. Oh, God. How hard did you roll your eyes at that part? <sighs> you know what? This whole scene, I was just, when she's like, you know, I'm on some no better, do better shit. And then Dro calls. Right. So I was looking at her like, In other words, okay, sis, hmm. you have a history of saying one thing and doing something else as well. But and it sounds good. It. <laughs> Round two. It sounds real good. Um, Issa says that she feels like she's just tiptoeing through life right now and can't really speak up about anything. And of course, the conversation loops right back around to that base. And who <laughs> broke it? Because Issa, we know it was you. Right. And why are you bullshitting me? <laughs> I just love seeing the two of them together and they're both talking about... And their banter is so real. Yes, the chemistry yeah, between the two talking. of them just gets better and better so all the time. I, let me tell you right now, this whole vacation put everything in perspective for me. I'm on some next level shit. I'm listening. Okay, so like Vacation Bay was trying to kick it with me in LA and I had to put him in his lane. Bloop, you beached it. Quentin was trying to do some long distance shit. I said, bleep. Stay in Chicago, and my new job was trying to fund my benefits, and I said, "Blam! You better get my bitch a BBO." <laughs> so you bloop it and blip it and blap it. And blam it, bitch! I want some no better, do better shit. That's dope. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like my whole life is on some tiptoe shit right now. Like I can't speak up about anything. You know, you can always talk to me, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So hey, you gonna know better? Do better with your boyfriend, Dro. Fuck, buddy. He has a wife. Black. But yeah, this this is this whole scene really sets the tone for like I'm I'm about to be on some new shit. I'm about to change things in my life, and yet we see throughout the rest of the episode that they basically just don't <laughs> like think, either yeah, one of them. And that was the part because you remember Yvonne. Yvonne, you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Yvonne. <laughs> Shout hey out girl. to you. Hey girl. Molly yes. uh, sounded like she was working on boundaries. Like that was her theme. Oh yeah. The oh yeah. She she really talked an excellent game. A good she game. She sounded so she sounded like she was on fooled. time for therapy like, every okay. week. <laughs> she really sounds like she was on some new shit. I was in alignment because I'm like, me too. Yeah. You know? I actually am working on establishing boundaries I do. in my I'm life. Working on establishing boundaries. But so I feel I like felt, I'm doing a little bit better there. Yeah, no, I don't have any drones. <laughs> calling my phone and that Thank God. honestly I love that part because like you said when Dro called it was like we called her bluff immediately yeah well uh, so Daniel <laughs> I love this scene too so much Daniel swings by his sister's house right and this little girl getting her hair braided on the floor I instantly was taken back <laughs> <laughs> to my own childhood. To the pain. In though. that exact same position mm-hmm. when you can hear the TV but you can't watch it and you want to see it so bad but if you lift your head up even a little bit your mama's going to pop you with that comb. <laughs> I was just like, Ooh. I can smell, what was it? The, I can smell the, the grease, grease. The blue grease. That blue magic <laughs> or that pink lotion or that, gr- that or green TCB. grease in the little jar. <laughs> oh, being black. I love it so the much. The hair food. Hair yes, food. the hair food. <laughs> What is an idiot? What were we doing? Why? We don't know. Anyway, what I love so much is that the show within the show is back. This season, it's called Kevin. A very obvious ripoff of some other 90s shows. Right. But everybody in the show within the show is famous. So cool. I saw Erica Alexander get screamed. And Bill Bellamy. Yes. And Ron from A Different World. Ron, right. Sorry, man. I feel like I should have. Daryl Bell. Look at Fran. (laughs) You better know. I know I recognize that little boy, but I can't. Not put my finger on where I know him from. I don't. I was see. I didn't. 
because it was the side of the yeah, TV. Yeah, he was so only was on very briefly, and yeah. he wasn't in the when they show the show again later. I didn't see him. But in those that of scene. you listening, I'm sure you guys will catch somebody will tell me who that little boy a thousand is. times. But I was just like, look at Issa, man. The price is going up. You got famous <laughs> people on your show within the show. <laughs> I can't wait to see what they do with oh, that. Oh God, it's it was so funny. Already so funny, but I was just was living at that whole thing. Anyway, Daniel's sister says that she needs him to babysit, but Issa is going to be at the house for another two, two weeks. And the sister is like, oh, and uh, how does Vanessa? Vanessa? And I'm like, oh, I said, oh, Vanessa. I didn't know she had a name. I thought we were, you know, going through I randoms. It was but rotation, but clearly there's, yes. there's someone special. Apparently, Vanessa has come around more than once, but Daniel oh, insists that it's not like that between him and Issa. What time? Because, you know, uh, Issa's still there. Damn. How much longer? Another two weeks. What? And, uh, old girl, what's her name? Vanessa? She ain't tripping? Why would she? It's not like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're putting way too much on it, all right? That door closed. Who closed it? <laughs> Jada. Stay out of grown folks' business. Head down. I'm just saying, of all the places she could have stayed, she chose your spot. Look, I just came here for this guitar. And I think at that point, the sister was asking him, like, okay, and who was the one who decided to end it? Or how did it end? Or, and why would she choose to stay? Right. And why would she stay? At you? Right. And Daniel just sitting there like, I just came to get my guitar. I'm like, okay. So we're just going to ignore the very real questions I just and asked I, you. And you know, I love this part so much that we see later because he brings it up later to Issa. But it was funny how he played it off on nonchalant with his sister. Like, see, he didn't care what see, she was asking. See, you playing games just Fellas. like you say she playing games. <laughs> Both of y'all childish. But yes, the little girl's name is Jada. I felt Jada throughout that whole... I was just like, wow, my childhood. Right there. It's right there on screen. And I love how his sister was like, so who's going to watch Jada, Vanessa? (laughs) Vanessa or Issa? And she had a little smirk. She's like, I don't don't care who... Which one of them is going to be there is all I'm asking. But at the same time, Jada, you better hush up. Stay out of grown folks' business. You know. You can't talk. You can hear. You can listen all you want to, but you cannot engage. Wow. Oh, you know what? You just gave me a prediction early on. Okay, Jada is going to mess some shit up between... Oh, shit. You know it. Vanessa is going to be there, and Jada is going to say something. Watch. All right, friend. We'll see if the tea leaves are correct. <laughs> Daniel's at home vibing to his own music when Issa walks in, and I thought I that's payback. I love that payback. part, because you know I'm a sucker for a musician. Oh, Lord. See, and here you go, saw, friend. You saw he got all warm. Fr- yeah, and friend was, like, was all hard-eyed emojis. <laughs> warm my ass. That was the Jameson. And no, and she was like, was that you playing the guitar? Because I heard it in the song. And he was like, you noticed that? Like, yeah, I've heard a guitar before. <laughs> yeah, I did. I noticed the sound but of the it. The fact that it was him playing. See, friend, no, you and your soft bullshit. I was here for it. But then <laughs> no. I remembered who they were to each other. I'm like, all right, there enough. There you go. Enough. Yeah. As soon as I saw that he was drinking, I said, here we fucking go. Right. Said, here we go. Huh. So, yeah, she she's being adorable. When he was like, when he mentioned, oh, 
you, you know, that yeah. part about the guitar. And she was like, I'm observing. <laughs> Instead of observing, I was just like, you adorable little somebody. You are just so fucking cute. You see, his, you see him disarmed at that point. Right. Completely and he just, disarmed. He was just like, oh, I'm in love. That's, he's like, I surrender. <laughs> I fucking want to be with you. So he's just like, fuck this drink. I'm trying to kiss you. And she's just like, oh, skirt, skirt, skirt. I was so, I'm like, Issa. What? No. She's finally doing a good that. thing. No, she's no, doing a good thing for once. She is being smart about this. I'm confused, Issa. And all the places that you could have stayed, you stayed with me. Yeah, I did, but not, not for this. All right, but isn't it always this? And you were just low-key dropping hints about me fucking somebody else. Oh, I don't, I don't care who you fuck. I just want a heads up so I don't have to be here. Why are you here? Because I needed a place to stay. And you're close to work. <laughs> I thought I was staying here as a friend. And you know we always at least this. That. They yeah. did not need to kiss. They do not need to have sex. None of that. She has feelings for him. So? Well, so what? You might as well y'all live together. <laughs> First of all, he's maybe not in a relationship because I don't think a girlfriend would go for this Issa on the couch thing. Right. But Vanessa's clearly somebody right, to him. Right, if his sister knows And then, name. like, sleeping with him is only going to hurt your own feelings down the road. Like, why play yourself? You're right, you're right. No, she did see, good. the friend be getting hard eye emojis just, as soon know. as she hear an acoustic guitar. She's <laughs> like, oh, shit, I'm in my zone. <laughs> So Daniel is upset and is like, I'm confused because I don't understand why you chose to stay with me. Why are you here? And it's like, now you got these questions because your sister fed them to you. A parakeet of his sister's words. (laughs) I looked at the TV like, okay. okay, So that's what we're doing. (laughs) She's like, you know, I really thought I was here as just a friend and you close to work, you know, trying to make a joke out of it. It's like, he's not... (laughs) He's not joking, girl. It that just... part killed me, though. I mean, I, I respect that she was honest. Mm-hmm. He asked her, like, so why are you here? And she's like, because you're close to my job. <laughs> Let's just be real. I'm trying to save money. Gas is high. And you're close to we got job. I, I appreciated it, though, because I'm tr- I'm working on radical honesty. <laughs> and that was that. was that Very that. Right. But, but Dan. Right. <laughs> I feel like he's he's clearly in his feelings I don't think a joke is appropriate right, right. now but but that's her she's nothing if not awkward awkward black girl there you go there she is <laughs> once again there she is taking an already uncomfortable situation and making it markedly more <laughs> uncomfortable and then she what did she say these she glasses like, are heavy ooh, I'm t- ooh, is you this t- daylight saving <laughs> So she goes to make up her couch bed. <laughs> At the same time, Molly is getting her pussy eaten on the kitchen counter by Drow. Oh, God. What happened to all of our empowerment bullshit, Molly? What happened no to all better, this boundary shit? In my eyes. She forgot. That's all happened. I just can't with my, I mean, I understand. I understand. But I'm just saying, girl, we just did this. They had an empty Henny bottle and some wine glasses. So I was like, wow. <laughs> Who set up a camera in my apartment, first of all? (laughs) But then I see how y'all got there. But you had just done all this big talk about being done with that nigga and not going back. And then 
afterwards, y'all are like laying up in the on bed, the cuddling. Or uh, was it on the couch? Was it? Or maybe it was the bed. I don't know. But either way, y'all was laid up and Posted. it's like, what are you doing? And then his wife calls. Of course. He offers to make breakfast because him and Molly were discussing her promotion or rather her transition to the new Right. Job. She said she had a call with the new firm later. So Candace calls and... I will give it to Dro. Yes. Thought he was lying. You, okay, I thought of you. I thought of I you. I did when think he, he was lying. Honestly said, yes. I'm at Molly's house. Even though low key, that doesn't mean he's fucking Molly. Molly's still his friend and his wife knows their friends. I don't think he's lying anymore. No. I don't I mean, think I did so. it in that moment because but he I don't said know. I'm still at Molly's house. Right. Like I think I think he's being honest about it. Wow. And because of his reaction when they started arguing about it later and he was like don't worry about what me and my wife do. Oh yeah, he got defensive. Right. He got don't very bring defensive. Up my wife. Yeah. So <laughs> well, now we can't talk about lies. Wow. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so I will give it to Dro. I did think that nigga was lying for right. a long time because niggas, but clearly, or I think anyway, at this point, he's definitely not. We'll see. Because you know this show <sighs> likes to take us on an emotional roller coaster, it's true. so we don't know. It's true. But yeah, he offers to make the pancakes, and now she's in her feelings because she's just like, you just got off the phone with your wife, and now, and we was in the bed, cuddled up, and now you're talking about pancakes, and so she tries. And that part confused me. Were you not, I was like... He's been clear since day one. Right, but she's you letting her feelings talk. Turning right. it into shit that it isn't and then you, getting mad at yes, him. Yes, right, which means you need to not be doing... See, again, you were saying all the right things. You just were not feeling them right. or implementing them into your life. And talking to him, this is a part, and, I, and I'm, I do it as I, too, do this. Okay, an honest moment. Right? When you set boundaries, you don't wait for the other person to set them. You set them and they either abide or they don't. Yes. Boom. She's telling him that the waters are muddy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why are the waters muddy? You're deciding this just like yes, he is. You because know you I mean? are in your feelings. And the thing about boundaries is that they mean nothing if you don't enforce them. And she has not. <laughs> she is, Listen, she is um, bad we need to decide whether we're friends who don't have sex or acquaintances who just have sex. Because anything otherwise is more muddy and I need boundaries. Okay. All right. What do you suggest we do then? We fuck. That's it. No phone calls, no dates, no spending the night, no fucking and trying to make pancakes. But we love pancakes. Nigga. She is bad at that. But also, it is a sign of Mm -hmm. selfishness and, I think, a lack of respect when somebody knows your boundaries and still does what they want to anyway. And he was manipulating her boundaries. Absolutely. So this is just like, y'all should have been stopped. (laughs) Y'all should have just been stopped with this foolishness. And his boundaries were clear when she brought up his wife. Yes, he did. He made sure she knew he that he won't be doing that so no I'm more. I'm like, okay, so his boundaries are known, but she... Right, and she's waters. still... I mean, Molly is still in her feelings about it. Yeah, and it's just she like, girl, you can't be... You know that you're monogamous, and, and you're never going to be down. this is for you. Right, this is never going to work for you, so why are you still putting yourself in this position? Because she and Issa are twin souls. Talking about no better, do better. <laughs> we ain't even 20 minutes in. Right, so she's like, we can either be friends who don't fuck or people who fuck and ain't friends. Like, we can't be half and half. But this part made me laugh, though, because he's like, all right, and then she looked at him like, Okay. And then he's like, damn, like right now. <laughs> like, it's time to get up. Shit. Yes. She's like, yes, it is time to get up. No friendship. And I'm thinking, 
see, I didn't buy it. Even this as a boundary is a mess because you're still giving. It's like you're giving him a choice. Right. Like you don't to really want to what do. The situation you need is. to decide what you want to do and what is best for you. But she's not quite nope. there yet in this scene. I'm actually loving this. You need to get up out my house energy. Yeah, but I, it wasn't true. So it wasn't I didn't care. Right. It wasn't real. I but literally I was, rolled my eyes so hard at that scene. So he but, got his ass right back up to leave, yep. at least. But yeah, she. This is her trying to establish boundaries that aren't real, right? But you know, <laughs> she's trying progress. <laughs> kind, Playing of, pretend kind of helps. Things are things are gonna get better. <laughs> anyway, Issa is at work uh, calling different schools, asking why they terminated their partnerships with We Got Y'all. Uh, Vice President Irving. <laughs> Who I believe is the same. Is that's that a black cowboy? man, right? Is yeah. It? He said, "You know, y'all love those racists, and you need to do better." I was like, "Oh, I think that's I think that's our man from last season." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Is it gonna be a bunch of stuff like that? Like, uh, that sounds like kind but, of pointless." But it actually got really smart really quickly, right? Because as they continued, um, as she continued down the list of schools. I started hearing criticisms and complaints that, that were really totally valid. valid. It's black kids on the flyer. Yes. But you know, it was interesting when he said your logo is racist and it, she like looked over at it and it was almost like it was the first time she, she had seen. really looked at it. Yes. <laughs> I was like, Issa, this white ass <laughs> hand holding these black kids talking about we got you. <laughs> right. And things honestly that are very much reflective of a character like Joanne's, these white liberals who feel like they are doing a good thing, but they don't want any pushback on how the thing they're doing isn't really serving the communities right. they claim to care about. Right. And when you're giving and your your donation of time and money and experience and all that is really self-serving and not really meant to actually enrich the communities that right. you claim to care so much about. It's more so white guilt. I mean, this woman has a Beyonce poster in her office. Oh, my God. That shot had you not- dead. <laughs> and, and hold on, because there was something else that was noticeable Oh, God, friend, don't do this. <laughs> Listeners, oh, we have listeners, to, you're being so extra. Come follow me. You know, we, we do not have to do follow all that. Follow me, camera. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, rest in peace. This is where you do a close-up of me. So, if you notice... Okay, girl. Issa had... This is already, What was that, a sticker? It's Yeah, it's one of our, our stickers. Like your merch. Yeah. She had, a, she had merch from the read, okay? Okay, girl. <laughs> no, don't even give me the face because I am going to say that. <laughs> that broke me down. I was like, are you kidding? Yeah, when I saw it and in it the... In every, I mean, it's on her desk. Yeah. Which means that we're about to see this. Okay. I don't think we'll get episode. like tight shots of it. <laughs> that sticker, but that thank you, Issa. so cute, When Issa. I saw that in the trailer, for the season three I love I was just that. like oh my god but I love that it stays like culturally relevant you know what I mean and she even had like the Reed sticker we saw the Melody Isani shirt that she had oh on, yeah like, in the, the diner top which is like a really dope uh, LA based mm-hmm. creative she does jewelry and clothing and oh sneakers. yeah I have lots of Melody Isani right, stuff right all her jewelry and stuff so that you know I love the details remember mm-hmm. you noticed um, the Frank Ocean what do you call oh, it oh yeah the pop socket the on her pop phone the pop socket on her phone yeah like just- she Little loves her some Frank details, Ocean. She really does. But I love that because it just shows that there's a room full of black writers. Yeah. And um, and another round, too. Another round oh, sticker yeah. was up there, too. Next Shout out to Heaven and Tracy. Yeah. So I just was like, oh, thank you, Issa. Yes. All right. Fran just had to. I she have, just look, could I not. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. So cute. So, yeah, you know, these schools are giving really good reasons for not wanting to 
continue their partnerships where we got y'all. Totally like, valid. We could work with somebody who's actually going to do something that helps these kids. Right. So, you know, she looks over in the office, sees Joanne and Frida and decides to go talk to them about it. And Joanne. Defensive. I was like, oh, top. this is, you're very stank. You're very stank, young man. She's more upset that Issa called the cancel schools and like, and so and I don't got want that. you speaking for our organization. The well, only so black then, person. The only the black org. person who, when somebody was like, there's black kids and only one black employee, Issa was like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but it almost seems like you see a veil being lifted at right. this point. She's completely, but I get it. Last season, she was wrapped up in Lawrence and evictions and her rotation so I get it but things are getting like Joanne is starting to show her her true colors yeah and I'm just wondering what you want to know and where did you get this information I was hearing a lot of criticism during our follow-up calls and since our list of canceled partnerships seemed pretty high I thought it might be helpful to call those schools no Issa it's not helpful if I wanted you to speak on our behalf I would have left you out in the field you keep overstepping your bounds I'm sorry, I thought that... Have you noticed that every time there's an issue here lately, you're involved? If you want to be helpful, get to the root of that. Joanne is starting to show her her true colors here. And I'm just wondering, why are you even keeping her on staff if you don't want her to... to be a voice of the organization or speak on behalf of her. And clearly she's irritated as fuck. Right. Issa, she's like she was so like, mad. She said, do you notice every time something goes wrong, you, you are, are involved. I was like, well, damn. And Frida just sat there. She, like, she knew it was too much. Did that not annoy you, though, that Frida... I mean, I guess she's I mean, I so, know, like, I, nice. So, but I wanted her to speak up. I won't say annoyed. I will say I expected it. And I would have... Ex- I expected it because she already told Issa, I don't want to rock the boat. So but you I'm know not going to bat for you. She spicy sometimes. You know, she, Frida, she has like, some moments, her but moments, I think she's really not like in it. especially in that moment she was not ready to confront Joanne about True. it. But Joanne was definitely being extra with Issa in that scene. Like you could be listening right now because what they're saying is real. Like you really need to make these changes right. within your program, but you're so mad at the person talking that you can't receive that word. Right. Mm, 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 and then told mm. her, "Why don't you get to the root?" Was she tired? Get yeah. To the root. Get to the root of, of why what? all these problems involve you. You. Wow. <laughs> it ain't nothing you wow. can do at that point but walk away before you like burst into tears. I would have quit personally, but I also guess she's on Daniel's no, couch. No, she can't quit. <laughs> right. Things are already bad, friend. She's you on know, Daniel's I couch. I get it. And just damn. speaking of the damn devil, Daniel takes her right then with her heads up. Like if the Gonna day be knocking could get boots, anywhere. right? Like as soon as she walks out of Joanne's office. But how does she not break out into a cipher? I was waiting for the rap. <laughs> I think her girl is too low to rap. She's too tired to rap. I get it. <laughs> I Life mean, is hard. She is taking blow after blow in this episode. It's just not looking good for her. Molly is getting her pedicure when Dro calls. I love their lives being so different. So different. <laughs> Issa's like miserable and struggling in every aspect and Molly's comfortable fucking up but but still comfortable yeah (laughs) you know it's like that sometimes I know so uh, Dro calls to violate her boundaries dude the same day but it was so clear because she rolls her eyes picks up the phone and kind of passive aggressively lets him know he's muddying the waters and he just kind of talks through her but the fact that you even answered Let's me know I that know. you're not serious about your boundaries. You're right. That should have been a 
He he needs to be on Do Not Disturb. He needs to be, or you know, however you have to set up your phone to where his calls don't come through or whatever. Decline his ass, you know. Or we could just only sleep with people who respect the things we say. Get a beeper. (laughs) He just this. It's like I'm not opposed to these two in theory, but it's not working because y'all want fundamentally different things, right? And neither person is really being open about that. Like Molly's not being real about her feelings with Dro. Not really. Right. And Joe's just doing whatever the hell he wants to do. I mean, you know, he's still getting fucked. So still having a good time. Because I remember that they were friends since childhood. Right. So when he is asking these questions like about her work and about Issa and their fight and about her day, there's that part of my brain that's like he is her friend, too. So it's, it feels genuine that he wants to know these things. Like yeah. maybe they would have had these combos before. But I got... just told you that we can't do that. Right. So don't turn around and call me if I just told you But do you think you it's no. manipulative on his part or is it just that he doesn't care you about You know what? Him? I think it's the sort of thing that is manipulative, but it's also so common in relationships and dating that people that don't even notice how bad it is. Or see that it's happening. But I really feel like if somebody truly loves and respects you, they will put their own feelings to the side and respect your boundaries. Right. And so maybe Dro... But see, I also feel like people don't take it that seriously. They right. kind of look at it like, oh, that's not that big like of a... you're doing the most. Oh, right. But it's right. like, no, I'm not doing the most. I, I told you this. that. And you were just like, fuck that. Right. So and that, if I want you to be emotionally healthy... Lord. I'm going to be like, I'm going to honor the fact that you're trying a thing. Right. You know what I yes. mean? Like, this is something new for you. You and, said and this is what you need. Muddy, but I'm going to help you do it. But see, that is just... It feels so rare for people to yeah, actually... But that is something I cannot... I will not abide that, honestly. If I tell you to behave one way and Look, you you letting me know how you feel else. about me by not listening. Right, because I done told you what it is, and you acted like that didn't matter. You acted like my words weren't enough. This whole episode, though, it kept Woo! killing me. I, I know. Was like, I was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so not just even violating the whole we're not friends thing. He turns right around and invites her to dinner, too, and she's like. And then her butt goes. Okay. I'm like. What happened to nothing but fucking? We just had this conversation. The combo wasn't even a minute long. He already had dinner plans. It was so frustrating and so relatable. I know. I saw myself in her. I think that's what bothered me the most about it. I definitely saw her in the old me. Raggedy, raggedy. You raggedy bitch. And sure enough, yelling at yourself at the TV. And she is doing her makeup. In the very next scene, when oh. Issa calls, she's back on Lyft, of course, because she swore she was going to quit Lyft, <laughs> and now she's right back on it. Molly swore she was going to quit Dro, and, and now she's right, right back, back on, on it. it. Like, y'all are just, you know, things are different the in some ways. team is back. <laughs> Season three. <laughs> so Molly agrees. It's a party lift now. I love that she has Capri Sun. <laughs> Molly couldn't have one. She was like, it's not for you, okay? I'm like, I've never been on a lift with Capri Suns. I would have to tip. I would have to tip. <laughs> I love the party lifts, though. The ones that have all the candy in the back. I've been in one where they had disco lights. One oh, was really? karaoke. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm not participating in that. I just want to go home. <laughs> I did, and I posted it on Instagram. Did you? I did. We sang. We were singing, jamming in the back. It's oh, so you went to live with like strangers? You did one of the lift. No, it was thing? me and Maya. Oh, okay, that's different. And I thought sang, you were he had a kicking it with strangers. Sing. Oh no, like a share. He like, had a karaoke screen. He had the screen. You pick your song, and oh, we literally wow. sang the whole time in the background till he took us home. Some people were born to do this. <laughs> 
<laughs> I bet his tips are out of this world. Out of this world. So I felt that part. I love that but part. But yeah, the party lift looks fun. I would love for Issa and Molly to pick me up. But she only have fruit frenzy. What'd the guy say? <laughs> well, that was later. She, at first, she picks up those two girls. Right. And she's like, would you like a Capri Sun? <laughs> and they was like, well, you fancy. <laughs> they going out to get drunk and have a good ass time. And we're looking at, it's like another version of Issa a and Molly back there. Life. Yes. An old timeline of because Issa and Molly. Because they sound like each other. One of them is like, I can't tell whether this nigga have a job. <laughs> Looking at his Instagram. And the other one is like, just be optimistic. Right. Like, and they look at each other like, it's, it's just you. It's literally me and you. It is. Honestly, cab. it is. <laughs> Molly was like, if you can't tell, then girl. Like, right. He does. He certainly does not have a job. One of them, with a girl who was like, I just glued this heel on. I don't know if it's going to stay. <laughs> When they were talking about whether they was going to get a table and everything at the club, I was just like, this is too much. And then she said he hadn't even responded back. She right. Like, well, why are we in this damn list? And that's when she hit her with the, just be optimistic. <laughs> Bitch, if I get in this club, oh, you know what? Too relatable. Too relatable. Uh, they gave Issa five stars, which was great. And then they said that she reminded. And they called her an auntie. <laughs> I'm sensitive to that. So I was like, oh, my God. So she, uh, Issa texts Daniel really quickly just to see what's up for the night. Right, like you still, you know, getting it in or but then she can gets, I come home? Yeah, she got another notification. And the next scene starts off with Big and Head by Carly B, Cardi B. So uh, I knew he was about to be fine. <laughs> I knew he was about to be fine. I'm dead. And he is. That voice. Nathan too. is a cutie. Oh, I don't know where y'all found him. you his name? Oh, girl. Yeah, I wrote know. it down. <laughs> <laughs> he was bitching about how it was going to take 30 minutes to get to the dinner spot. And Issa was like, okay, well, first of all, no LA bashing because you're complaining about the traffic. Not on the party lift. Not in the party lift. But also, like, you're going to the wrong restaurant. This is your problem. Like, you should be going to this taco stand. You Did know? he give you New York vibes? Maybe. I kind of got that New York versus LA feel. But a New Yorker complaining about traffic is not logical. <laughs> I don't know because I complain about traffic every time I go to LA. But, uh, but that doesn't make New no York sense. just like to complain But though. you could easily, oh, well maybe that's it because I'm like, it can easily take 30 minutes to go four miles Oh yeah, in true. New York or nothing, longer. Nothing is like LA traffic. You need two hours At least we cushion. have, yeah, our subway system I think is a bit more efficient. But anyway, right. well this is not about that. <laughs> This is not about that. This is about fine-ass Nathan and how they have changed his destination. When he said, give me your phone, at first I was like, what's happening? Give her the phone. She really changed. She really updated his dinner spot. spot. That's like 30 minutes away. (laughs) They're like, this is, this, you know what? You don't, you don't know what you're doing. Just give me your phone. I loved it. The fact that Nathan was like, Cool Going with, with the it. flow. Yeah. And then Issa gives him that look. And then they, right, then they lock eyes in the rear view mirror. I'm like, yeah, Daniel Girl, still ain't texted you back, but who cares? He sure didn't, though. Daniel has not texted you back yet, but that don't matter. Because Nathan is your backseat looking fine. <laughs> she got another notification, though. So they go to pick up the new passenger. Mr. Fruit Frenzy. Mr. Fruit Frenzy, who immediately wanted two of the Capri Suns. <laughs> Yo, when he asked for two, I felt loud. I was like, I mean, okay. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Relatable, but She was kind of like, oh, let me see if I have to, greedy. (laughs) Like, girl, you know you got two of them damn Capri Suns. (laughs) But you're not finna tip me for them Capri Suns, and I know you're not. This 
This butt. This got bad very quickly. He started rolling a blunt in the back seat. First of all, it wasn't even his picture. <clears throat> Remember, they had a picture of two all right. people. Then they pull up. So that's already red flag number one. Hmm, it's not even, I even his lift that. account. Wow. Oh, see, I didn't you even know? notice that. Mm. Look at you, friend. Asking for two Capri Suns and it ain't even your lift account. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he starts rolling a blunt in the back seat, and Issa says, can this not be happening? And he says, no, nah, you good, which cracked me up. <laughs> As hell. That's such a New York answer. But though. that is so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely didn't ask him. <laughs> Nah, you good. Nah, you good. <laughs> and really ignored her, though. But it's like, I'm trying to be polite about, can you not roll weed in my car? And, and the fucking like, lift. Don't worry about it. It's and like, then it's a, a car share, so you have another passenger right. next to you. you and Nathan, you. who is clearly smitten with our girl, is not taking the bullshit. And he tells the, the young man. I got shook, though, when he spoke up, because he called him little. You know how dudes like, hey, little man. Right. I was like, oh, don't get involved. So Nathan, nobody did, though. He said, the lady asked you not to do that. And the man was mad and started talking about, well, I thought you bitches said this was a party lift. As soon as he (laughs) said bitches, I said, this is finna go left. Yep. And Nathan takes his spliff and throws it out. The window. I said, well, where are the knives? Good because fucking night. This is about to be a stabbing. It turned to level 10. I knew it so was so quick. Oh, man. And Issa, sweetie, you can't just collapse like that when things, <laughs> when things get chaotic. Molly was the only person in that car with any sense. She's like, pull over. Pull over. Issa's like, I, I can't. You hear the yelling? <laughs> when she started yelling. He was like, <laughs> She really is awkward as shit. When she finally does get herself together enough to pull over, it's like raining a little bit. Nathan got out. I think his shirt was a little bloody. I was it? I, I thought I saw maybe like a hint of blood on his shirt. Did him back there? Well, I don't think so. I think they were well, just we punching. Oh. But then he ran off. I think he must have dug his fingers in that dude's eyes because he kept saying, oh, my eyes. <laughs> but yeah, he ran away probably I to told avoid. You, I, my prediction is that he's a felon and he was like, I don't need none of this smoke. And this is going to be his prediction number two. <laughs> okay. This is going to turn into a felon bay situation. All right, friend. Watch. I'm calling it now. But why would you run like that? I Well... I would have done the exact same thing. Run first away? Of all. If, yes. If I know that I have disarmed you, I'm not going to stick around and see how this evening goes from here. But like, how are you going to leave two women with well, this? Because, because he, but, well, because he's been like completely disarmed. The man is like in the backseat of the lift. <laughs> Molly said he's not good. Like, he not, you good? He's not good. <laughs> he's not good. Like he, he's not finna hurt nobody. He probably needs to be dropped off at the ER, to be Shit. honest. So he knew that he had done enough to keep that man and like, he, yeah. yeah. So he, he was just like, I gotta get the hell out. later. Right. So right. I was like, mm. I when I saw that, you know, later on in the episode, I was like, mm. Nathan ran also away, but he point. did. <laughs> He did. I don't know. I think there's more to that runaway. I do not. Watch. But we'll see. Fran has a tendency to be right about things. But yeah, <laughs> Molly said he's not good. <laughs> you just heard him in the back, like, like whimpering. Oh my eyes! <laughs> I said, "Oh shit, what happened? Did you oh, just get gouged? Oh, that smoke he had earlier. Woo! So the next morning, Issa walks into Daniel's house, and he's on the couch. She clearly has still not received a text message I'm like, from him. So he just. Never hit her back. Yeah, he just never hit her back. Like, you're clearly in your feelings at this wow, point. Bro. So she sits on the arm of the couch, which I noticed immediately because I would have had to tell her to get off of my furniture like that. 
You're not supposed to sit on that. You You're not going to wear my furniture down. I'm sorry. It just cost too much. You're not going to do that. But she asked why she didn't get a text back, and he says he fell asleep and forgot, which is clearly bullshit. Like, I mean, he was fucking. And it doesn't, it's not even like you were, you would, like, the problem would necessarily be that you were fucking, but how can you just not, like, why wouldn't you just text me back? Because she literally couldn't come home. See? Where did she go? Did I don't know. Maybe she spent maybe she spent the night uh taking that other the lift passenger to the ER. Maybe she stayed ER. with him. <laughs> I feel like you have to fill out some paperwork after that happens. <laughs> I don't know what she was doing. Oh, shit. But he's uh in his feelings, bullshitting. He asks what the problem is, and she has a moment of like vulnerability and honesty no when problem. she says there really is no problem. You've been letting me stay here for free. You've been super generous with your space. And the last thing I want to do is come at you like I'm ungrateful, but you know, it's what's up, East? I know I told you I didn't care, but I do, and I still have feelings for you. And I'm not—I'm not saying that because I want to be with you. Or it's anything. just you said that you came here because you wanted to be close to your job, and now you're telling me that you got feelings and shit. So, like, what is it? All right, because I'm—I'm confused. Both, nigga. I don't know. I... You want some bullshit? Just be real. I came here because I knew you'd be here for me. And I really need someone like that in my life right now. You know, it's not easy for me to admit things when it comes to us sometimes because you make it hard. Oh, so I told you to move in with me. Issa, you are stressing me out. I'm glad that... I'm just tired. (laughs) I'm tired. See, I was proud of her for being real about it. I I was proud of her for saying it. Yes, but it's like, come on, people. Just say it when people first ask you. Oh, yeah, there is that. How many times have they done this Better late than never, friend. We're all on our journeys. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, Daniel, And she literally just told him the date, what was it, two days prior? Right, that it wasn't nothing. And they were just friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, yes, I do. But I was proud of her for for getting something right. But you can see how that would be confusing because at this point, I don't know which one's the truth. And he said he was confused and right. that she was sending mixed signals, which is true. But Daniel, you're also doing the same because you, right. you act in one way and then... I say something and all of a sudden it's something else. Like you. It's true. Why They're can't both. you just be vulnerable and real about it too? But again, y'all have. The she theme, also really hurt your feelings. Right. The theme of this episode is clearly boundaries. Yes. No one has them. <laughs> no one is capable of expressing them, enforcing them, respecting show. them. Everybody. And these are our faves are both in situations that they Desperately need to end. Right. And are just not capable of doing it. But Issa needs a cot in a hot, so she's <laughs> just saying whatever. <laughs> she's saying whatever she gotta say. <laughs> so he tells her to just be real about it. And she says, Look, I stayed here because I knew you would be here for me, and that's what I need. Which How did you feel about that line? Because I felt a little again, strange. I think she's being honest about her feelings. But I think that that is a opportunist ass response. It's like it's really it's a sentiment. It's a sort of thing again that I feel like is super common, and people don't even really realize how fucked up it is. Right? Like, Maybe you don't that's get to it is. you don't get to take my feelings for you and like, use it to your and use it to advantage, your advantage, knowing that I will open my home right and arms. It to just you. is is that bothers yeah, me. Yeah, that the was fact stank. that she didn't 
it, there was no awareness. Even yeah, she was saying she's it, she just, was just like, kind of like, I knew you. Was I knew you would be hearing me. So duh, obviously I did it. Like, what your feelings? What is that? I don't. Daniel. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> She says that it's not easy for her to admit her feelings because he makes it hard and he needs to not act all innocent like he not fucking other girls right in front of her. I didn't understand Like they don't have part. history. And I'm like, Where does Daniel make any of this hard? He's been clear with her from jump that he wanted more. Well, help me understand I think he made. Part. I think he made it hard for her. I think she was saying, you know that you have made <clears throat> this situation more complicated for me by fucking girls right in this next room knowing that I can hear it and despite what I'm saying you know that I care about you like I think that's what she was trying to say this is what you're doing she's mad at him for not being a mind reader and she's mad at him for not (laughs) and for fucking women in his house listen friends fed up in a house she shouldn't even be in to begin with it just don't make sense Sad. Well, a lot of times feelings don't make sense. That's true. A lot of that happens very frequently. But That's true. She is in her feelings, and I, I, I personally do not see the issue with him fucking other girls in his room. It's his room. It's his apartment. <laughs> it's his apartment, girl. He can fuck girls in front of the TV if he wants to. There's <laughs> nothing you can do about it. Like, but leave. Granted, he's going a little hard, you know. But so, and he basically says the same thing. Like, girl, I don't know. This, this is my house. Right. <laughs> I'll disconnect the cable, turn the lights out. <laughs> my house. And then he goes in his room and shuts the door. It's like, damn, Issa. We're just, have you had any good things happen this whole episode? In the whole episode? <laughs> my- you mean in three seasons? <laughs> damn, friend. She can't catch a break. Just twist the knife, friend. <laughs> Molly is at home wrapped up in a towel that looks expensive, like all of her things. Was she trying on lingerie? I was like, what's happening here? But then she changed into like a little... Like something you would chill in the house like in. Like a little onesie romper thing. Yeah, a little comfort, comfortable little cotton thing. Mm-hmm. And walks in the living room to see Dro there. And I immediately was like, Arr. What? Right. I could not believe it. And Molly couldn't either. She was like, excuse me? But she also let it slide way too quickly. You saw how they literally just jumped into conversation like it was okay. See, I don't think she did. I think that things happened very quickly from when he admitted that he let himself in and poured the wine and everything. And then they started kissing. But she ended that like very deliberately and was like, I'm going to need my key back. Like maybe I would not have let it get to the wine and making out and part. Kissing. I'm like, what? But I thought she was going to let it slide altogether and never bring it up. Like I thought she wasn't True. ever going to be like, um, so and it was just... really awkward when she, the fact that he didn't give her the key immediately. Right. I, oh, my chest uh, got a little tight. My red part. flags were everywhere. <sighs> I was like, this is uncomfortable. He's now. not respecting give your boundaries and key. he's upset that he doesn't, You're in my kitchen? You just let yourself into my fucking apartment? Because I didn't answer, which she has the right right to to do. She just said, let's not call each other. I said, oh no, oh no, 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 no. And this scene was uncomfortable, but very, very necessary. Right. It needed to happen between the two of them. So she asked for the key back. And he asks for what and where all this is coming from, which <laughs> again is like time with conversation. It doesn't matter for what or where this is coming from because this is my house, right? Just like that's Daniel's house, that's Molly's house. And if I say give me my key back, it should be on the counter and automatically. Seconds. Like there's no conversation to be had about it. Joe, I'm trying to do things better. Okay, this this is hard for me. Yeah, it's hard for me too. How? You get to have me when you want on your terms. I told you I need boundaries. 
Just because you and Candace get to do whatever and fuck whomever don't mean we all want our shit that messy. First of all, don't talk about what me and my wife do. All right? So you need to figure so out what you're doing. She's trying to do better, but this is hard for her. And he says that it's hard for him too, which she's <laughs> like, really? And then she brings is it so wife. hard for you to have multiple vaginas? And an apartment I can just walk into. It's so hard for you. <laughs> So she, yeah, he brings up, she brings up the wife and his whole face changed. Demeanor changed very that? quickly. He was I said, oh, triggered. This is getting worse. God. And it was clear that that was his boundary. He yeah. enforced the fuck out of it because right then and there he gave her the key. Mm-hmm. Right. She is, she is insisting on getting her key back and he gives it to her and is like, I think I'm going to go. Right. She's like, yeah. If you talking shit about my wife, I think that's for the best. That. I think. He got so offended by her saying that she wanted her key back, asserting that power over her own life. And that made me very, very wary of Dro. Of course. A man who do- already doesn't flag. respect your boundaries, the boundaries you try to establish with him. And then when you're like, hey, I don't think you should be able to let yourself into my apartment whenever you want to. He has a problem with that. A man with a whole ass wife. <laughs> no, any man. Any man, but especially a man with a wife. Do I get a key to you and Candace's house? And I think I said that last season when she gave his girl. I told you about that hot. fucking key because I told her that was a bad about idea. The word messy too. Do oh yeah, she refers to his marriage. Yeah, oh, and he was pissed. Ooh, Don't worry about what me and my word. wife do. I said, oh, okay, he was well, tight. Now we're talking about wives. <laughs> okay, now we're doing that. So he walks out, and I'm hoping that they are angry enough at each other to just stop this. I hope he's mad at her, and she's mad at him. I was proud of her in that moment because I didn't know when he was taking the key off. You saw her face kind of softening. I was like, if she hugs him and kisses him or, like, tries to soften the blow in this moment— like sometimes I thought she happens. was relieved that he really? was just going to give her the key and, and have it be up. Yeah, I think that that mood there was like part relief shifted. and part like, let's just be, this is a bad idea. Right. Like what? Like they just had a very heated moment between each other. You're clearly about to leave. So I need to, you know, I'm going to get into my wine and start processing what just happened to me trying to talk to myself <laughs> I was like happy my therapist she does. let him, right? She just let him walk and out. And they needed to do that. Right. That's exactly what needed to happen between the two of them. They really, I, I just don't know how many times Molly is going to be willing to hurt her own feelings behind Jero. It just is not going well. But anyway, Issa is back on Daniel's couch watching Kevin. <laughs> this took me out. <laughs> With Bill Bellamy and his Colin Kaepernick uh, costume. Not them braids, though. Oh, my God. It was too much. (laughs) The The Me Too thing. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Erica Alexander in that Black Wives Matter shirt. I said, Jesus, here we go. So Issa gets an alert on her phone and fine-ass Nathan from Lyft has left her that $50 tip. I said, now, see, this is how a man shows his appreciation. This is how this is how everybody needs to step to me. Right. When requesting my number or a date from here on out. How much are you dropping it to by cash out first? <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, because there has to There's be a, a way. Fee if you want my number. <laughs> Honestly, not a bad idea. <laughs> Honestly not. But <laughs> I feel like from this point, there has to be a way that through Lyft, she can get in touch with I him. I was thinking about that. I'm like, I know she can't hit him, but he can hit her. I mean, he left that tip. Right. But I also think that they have options where you're like, oh, I left something in my vehicle. 
that's what I mean. But vehicle. it would have to be on his terms. Like he would have to hmm. enforce that. I think he will though. Maybe so. Because you saw how it, the episode ended with her leaving to take the shift again. Right. Lift like shift. I mean, is is Nathan going to call you again? The that would be possibility. I mean, who thing. knows? It could happen. She might. Lord, please don't let Issa be driving around the same spot she picked him up in you the know last that's time. Exactly <laughs> what's gonna happen. Mark my words. <laughs> the opening of episode two no. is gonna be her looking out her car window. <laughs> like the little dog. Please, Lord, no. Please, Lord. Oh shit. Woo. So Daniel walks out of his room and sits on the couch. They both are watching Kevin. <laughs> Which she tries to break the yeah. awkwardness by being like it's a reboot, right? Which made which, me laugh because that was again another very current. <laughs> Lots of reboots coming out Too these many days. Reboots coming out these days. <laughs> Talk about a little Chris, forty five years old, still <laughs> popping out. Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to see the storyline progress on oh, Kevin this Lord. season. I love that they really do this show within a show thing. That is so genius. I, yeah, it's really good. Genius. So I guess after their conversation, he has decided that he'll be. Uh, sleeping with Vanessa at her house tonight which blew me because here he goes again catering to Issa's fit. this oh is his God. home but I don't think he's doing that I think he is of taking he what is. I think he's taking what she said into consideration about fucking girls right in front of her like in now that she home? said it bothers me why not do it somewhere else like not, not saying you have to Home. Not saying you have to, but if you know that it bothers me, why not go somewhere like else? Like meet each other halfway. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I wasn't mad at that at all. She broke his heart. Remember that. <sighs> Remember the dynamic. Okay, here. she broke his heart, but he's letting her stay with him for You're free. Right. So they are two. even on that. You're right. It takes two to make this terrible <laughs> <Right>. dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> It's two people's worth of mistakes, friend. <laughs> I thought that was very considerate of him. Again, not something he needed to do, but very, very considerate. Uh, you know, you know, they say you only get triggered when you see yourself. Damn, in friend. Si- no, there listen, we go. You, the only way it happens is because you see yourself in those situations. If you didn't, you wouldn't feel a thing. So well. that's why I'm like so <laughs> mad at her because I'm like, do you know how many times I've overextended myself beyond my personal needs oh. and comfort? And that's so frustrating. So when I see him doing it, her doing it, I'm just like, people, let's Got not you. do this anymore. Well, I have done that before. But oh, my God. Never for someone who I allowed to stay in my home after they did me wrong. I have I've never done, done that. that. Oh. Okay, no wonder. They stayed for like two years, girl. Oh, no, friend. <laughs> I think that's why I'm so oh, true. Yes, that's it. There's a part of me friend. that wants to run on set and push Issa out of <laughs> Daniel's fucking house. Like, don't ever let me okay, on set. See, Fran is projecting her <laughs> life onto I absolutely <laughs> am. <laughs> Fran is Daniel right now. She's fed up. I'm mad. She's fed up. <laughs> I want to shake him. So he's leaving for the night, and she thanks him for everything, opens the Lyft app to get ready for And you work. hear him outside, like, giggling with someone. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Oh, I didn't even you catch didn't hear that. Him? No. Yeah. Like when he leaves, I don't know if he jumped on the phone or Vanessa was waiting for him in the car, but you hear him hmm. laughing and Issa kind of looks over at the window and she's just kind of like, oh, well, listen, girl, them's the breaks. The man is already not fucking her in his house. The 
you can't ask for no, you didn't even ask for that, but I you guess really I don't can't know ask what for nothing she else. Wants. Issa, what? Issa don't do know either. Want? She don't know either. She You're would in not be playing already. All... You have feelings, so let's. She would talk not be playing out. all these games if she knew what she wanted or if she knew what she wanted to do. And I just love that we heard life's a bitch and then you die. I love it because there's a part. Um, I think what does it say? It says life is made for you to design it or something like that. And okay. What I love about this show, aside from like the details on set with the clothing and the pillows and all the things. The songs always tie in so perfectly to whatever is happening in that scene. One thing we overlooked yes. was when they played City Girls. Oh my God. Right? Yes. Which is so funny. There's a record the by. The music all throughout it this episode. It is so good. They it's shot so it out. Good. The episode actually opened up, which I forgot to say, with Raven Lene, who's an amazing artist. There's a song called Sticky. Literally, the show is. The music just, is always oh good. Oh my God. As soon as it started, I was it's like, always I forgot good. how this show always. Gets it right with the music. All right. Well, any other predictions for next week? Felon Bay. I think he's going to find <laughs> a God. way to get in touch with her. I think he's going to use I what you I don't think Nathan is a felon. <laughs> I really don't. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> this show has taken us in crazier places. It's but true. I do think that he's going to use that tactic that you said and pretend he like, forgot something in the car, get her info, mm-hmm. find her. Yeah. Um... Oh, Lord. And maybe they'll have a storyline. You know what? Issa's going to... I just had a terrible thought. What if she does something incredibly stupid? Uh-oh. Well, that's going like to happen. Like fucks Nathan on Daniel's couch. <gasps> that's absolutely going to happen. <laughs> no, Frankie, that's what's encouraging. No, it absolutely is. <laughs> oh, I will... Issa, girl, please don't. No. What if Issa picks up Lawrence? This is going to happen. No, I really don't think so. With him and his family. No, Lawrence is <laughs> Lawrence and a partner. And a partner and their two-year-old. No, absolutely no two-year-old. <laughs> Look, weirdest shit has happened. It's L.A. Oh, okay, and for Molly, I think we're going to have another very uncomfortable conversation between her and Dro. Yeah, this boundary thing is going to be, I think, a theme. The fact that they have a long history with each other means that they're probably not going to be able to just cleanly stop talking to each other all together right. but and clearly he doesn't want that because he's not letting it happen see so I think we're going to have another you know painful or awkward uh, confrontation between the two of them but ultimately I hope Molly is able to be honest with herself and admit that she does not have the fortitude for this type of relationship it is fine to not be okay with casual fucking or you know this open marriage shit and of all course. that it is fine you, to just not be cool say it off yes. top so that nobody's time is wasted not even just say it but like know it about yourself right. and don't even put First yourself in shit situations right if somebody is saying look I have no intention of being in a relationship or leaving my relationship and that's something you really want with that person or you know that you're not capable of having sex without catching feelings for that person like just avoid the heartache altogether just it's not worth it like it's really I know it feels worth it (laughs) it can really feel worth it but it is not and Molly's starting her new job so I'm yeah. sure there'll be some players. Oh yes, and we get to see scene. yes yep. what Molly's getting at work because yes, yeah, she had that she had that conversation and they gave her everything she wanted, no problems. Yep. So I am interested to see what her work dynamic will be like. And with Issa, I hope Frida decides to speak up um, on her behalf with when Joanne drags her again because I know I feel like that's going to happen. Maybe Joanne will try to Im- 
embarrass Issa on an even bigger scale. I am curious where that combo is going to take. Like, because right? at some point, rough. Joanne needs to address the criticisms that these school administrators had because they're valid. Maybe, they're going to lose Maybe funding. not Vice Principal Irving, but the rest right. of them. Right, like... <laughs> But they'll lose funding if she right. doesn't like, they, actually do something about the right. feedback. Right, you're losing money here. So you need to do something about it. It'll be very interesting to see how the show addresses, you know, white people in that situation. Right. It's very common, very common. Especially in the nonprofit sector. All right. Well, I think that is going to wrap it up for this week on Insecurity. I am Crystal once again. You can check me out every Thursday on The Read. And I'm Hey Friend. Hey, you can check me out every Wednesday on The Friend Zone. All right, y'all. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to season three of Insecurity. I'm Crystal. And I'm Fran. And we are so excited to be joined by the lovely Yvonne Orji and Issa Rae, stars of Insecure on HBO. Ladies, it is so fun and such a pleasure to be with you today. <laughs> Damn. Well, you know what? That's exactly what we wanted to talk about. So since you introed it, let's just dive right on in. So season three, you know, y'all left us with a lot of emotions. There's some cliffhangers. There's some things that, you know. Um, wow. So, yeah, we'll never disappoint. I love new dick opportunities. There are a lot of new dick opportunities yes. this season. I feel like that should be the NDOs. Uh, NDOs. The show. New dick opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yes. New That's women, new dicks. They need to come through. No. Right. <laughs> but, yes, I am very concerned about Molly and her storyline with Dro. Like, I... I'm going to just be real with you. I don't believe that that man is really in an open relationship. Does that come, does that come from like a general distrust of niggas? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody from- believes that this dude. Was- and because I feel like if he really was, then he would have approached you with his wife there and it would have been like a big open thing. Like, But hey. everybody else doesn't know about them being in an open relationship. But... Okay, so it just has to be the three of y'all. Oh, for them. Yeah, for- it just has to be the three. I feel like if y'all, if he, if they really were in an open relationship, he would have came to you with his wife and it would have just been like very open, whereas it seems like he's sneaking around and not really being very forthcoming. Totally. So, and you know, I do believe that niggas... The default setting is to lie. <laughs> That's the main thing you with that. So, you know, I don't want you to tell me, you know, what happens or how it goes. I just want you to know I'm yet praying because... Girl, so seeds. Molly is like, she's so successful and beautiful and like... But it's a weakness. She has, but isn't that just like so many successful women? Like, they're bomb at work, they're killing it, they're crushing it, and they just made bad decisions when it comes to dudes. Damn. Now, there was... Uh, teaser I guess where you guys said that you would be focusing on black masculinity and the internet oh, shit. <laughs> oh, she's scratching yo Issa scratching I need y'all to see this bitch just, ah. and then the scratching Issa is scratching her this head this is right so now. off because it's I never said that <laughs> what's crazy is I did an interview where I explained what season three would be would touch on and then the interviewer was like what are some topics that you want to touch on in the future that you haven't gotten a chance to and I was like oh like and I named some things and I said toxic black masculinity and then next thing I knew it was a headline you know season three is about yeah I was like we don't even but they're (laughs) but I mean we touched 
touch on it. We touch on trash black men. We touch on trash black women. But there are definitely instances of that within the show. But that's not the theme of the season. So sorry to disappoint you, hoteps. Um, we're really not <laughs> getting into you are my queen. The sun and the yeah. star, the moon rises and sets. That was my oh. best hotel poem. <laughs> cool. So what can we expect with this season three? What are we in for? Because you know this show, boy. I think I'm most excited that season three is just, we're really watching these characters grow. And that was one of my main things is, that's what I'm most excited about. The person that you see, the, the the people that you see in season one, if you feel like they're the same by the end of the series and we failed, but we're really watching yes. these people grow and evolve and the friendships within this show, you know, Molly and, and Issa's storyline and their friendship is like the main focus. That is the main love story to see where they go and how they help each other through their bonds and through their lives in a realistic way is just what I'm most excited to explore specifically this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a. I feel like all the seasons we always have this like rub, like you like the pilot episode was the, like the rub of like you took us to see Daniel when you knew what you were doing, and then season and then the episode seven when we got that big fight, mm-hmm. then we make up, and then season two it's just like ah, there's there's been a lot of rubs, but then we we rub each other back. In the right way. I love the depiction of a friendship between black women on the show. It's one of the things that I love the most about it because you, you you really don't see on most other shows like black women being genuine and real yeah. with each other. And it's not just, yes, my sister, like keep your head up. But it's like sometimes you're like, listen, bitch, with yeah. your raggedy ass cheap wing, yeah. I will drag you across this fucking floor. You know, that's, sometimes that's, you fight. That's, that's yeah. Sometimes that's, you yeah. fight. And then you make It's up. very you real. Make yes. us the breakups. So, yeah. uh, so please don't ever say that to me in real life. If no. my hair is bad, just never. pull me to the side and say, girl, fix that. I would never call your weave raggedy. <laughs> no. Your weave is not raggedy. It's not yeah. raggedy. Hasn't All right. It? My well, sister, my queen, you are the sun, the mood. Again, I was trying to wrap it up with a whole tip. <laughs> no, we don't want that. Issa and Yvonne, thank y'all so much for coming through. Thank Enjoy you. the rest of Essence. And thank you all for being dope. And yes. Season three for y'all too. Yes. yes. Season I'm three. Three. Award nominated. Yes. It's security season. Yes. yes. Yo, That's y'all think, right. We look forward to the recaps and the podcasts as much as, yes, y'all, y'all look forward yes. to the show. I love that so much. So <laughs> thanks so much for coming through and everybody else, uh, stay tuned. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Insecurity is a loudspeaker studio production. Bye, Our bye, pro- bye, bye. <laughs> Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Ty Worley. Join in the conversation on social media using the hashtag insecurity. And don't forget to follow at LSN Podcasts.